TED Audio Collective. This TED Talk features designer Gada Wally, recorded live at TED Global 2017. This show is brought to you by Schwab. You're here to keep a pulse on environmental trends. Well, now you can invest in what's trending in electric vehicles, renewable energy, water sustainability, and more with Schwab Investing Themes. It's an easy way to invest in ideas you believe in. Schwab's research uncovers emerging trends, then their technology curates relevant stocks into themes. Choose from over 40 themes. Buy all the stocks in a theme as is or customized to better fit your investing goals. All in a few clicks. Schwab Investing Themes is not intended to be investment in Advice or a recommendation of any stock or investment strategy. Learn more at schwab.com slash thematic investing. Support for TED Talks Daily comes from Odoo. If you feel like you're wasting time and money with your current business software or just want to know what you could be missing, then you need to join the millions of other users who switched to Odoo. Odoo is the affordable all-in-one management software with a library of fully integrated business applications that help you get more done in less time for a fraction of the price. To learn more, visit odoo.com slash TED Talks. That's O-D-O-O dot com slash TED Talks. Odoo, modern management made simple. I come from Egypt, which is also called Omedunia, the mother of the world. It's a rich country filled with stories of rebellion, stories of civilization triumph and downfall, and a rich religious, ethnic, cultural, and linguistic diversity. Growing up in such an environment, I became a strong believer in the power of storytelling. As I searched for the medium mood to tell my story, I stumbled upon graphic design. I would like to share with you a project of how graphic design can bring the Arabic language to life. But first, let me tell you why I want to do this. I believe that graphic design can change the world. At least in my very own city of Cairo, it helped overthrow two separate dictators. As you can see from those photos, the power and potential of graphic design as a tool for positive change is undeniably strong. Egypt's 2011 revolution was also a grassroots design revolution. Everyone became a creator. People were the real designers. And just overnight, Cairo was flooded with posters, signage, graffiti. Visual communication was the medium that spoke far louder than words when a population of over 90 million voices were suppressed for almost 30 years. It was precisely this political and social suppression, coupled with decades of colonialism and miseducation, that slowly eroded the significance of the Arabic script in the region. All of these countries once used Arabic. Now it's just the green and the blue. To put it simply, the Arabic script is dying. In post-colonial Arab countries functioning in an increasingly globalized world, it is a growing alarm that less and less people are using the Arabic script to communicate. As I was studying my master's in Italy, I noticed myself missing Arabic. I missed looking at the letters, digesting their meaning. So one day, I walked into one of the biggest libraries in Italy in search of an Arabic book. I was surprised to find that this is what they had under the category of Arabic Middle Eastern books. (laughs) 
fear, terrorism, and destruction. One word, ISIS. My heart ached that this is how we portrayed to the world, even from a literary perspective. I asked myself, whatever happened to the world-renowned writers like Nagi Mahfouz, Khalil Gibran, iconic poets like Mutanabbi, Nazar Qabbani? Think about this: the cultural products of an entire region of the world, as rich as it's diverse, have been deemed redundant, if not ignored altogether. The cultural products. Of an entire region of the world have been barred from imparting any kind of real impact on global media productions and contemporary social discourse. And then I reminded myself of my number one belief: design can change the world. All you need is for someone to catch a glimpse of your work, feel, connect. And so I started. I thought about how can I stop the world from seeing us as evil, as terrorists of this planet. And start perceiving us as equals, fellow humans. How can I save and honor the Arabic script and share it with other people, other cultures? And then it hit me: What if I combined the two most significant symbols of innocence and Arab identity? Maybe then people could resonate. What's more pure, innocent, and fun as Lego? It's a universal child's toy. You play with them. You build with them, and with them you imagine endless possibilities. My eureka moment was to find a bilingual solution for Arabic education, because effective communication and education is the road to more tolerant communities. However, the Arabic and Latin scripts do not only represent different worlds, but also create technical difficulties for both Eastern and Western communities on a daily basis. There are so many reasons why Arabic and Latin are different, but here are some of the main ones. Yes, both use upwards and downward strokes, but have completely different baselines. Arabic tends to be more calligraphic, and connectivity is important to the Arabic language, whose letters has to be mostly joined in order to articulate a given word. It also uses an entirely different system of punctuation and diacritics. But most importantly, Arabic has no capital letters. Instead, it has four different letter forms: initial. Medial, isolated, and final. I want to introduce the Arabic language to young learners, foreign speakers, but most importantly, help refugees integrate to their host societies through creating a bilingual learning system, a two-way flow of communication, and I called it Let's Play. The idea is to simply create a fun and engaging way of learning modern standard Arabic through Lego. These are the two words. Let's play. Every colored bar marks an Arabic letter. As you can see, the letter is explained in form, sound, and examples of words in function, in addition to the equivalent in Latin. Together, they form a fun pocketbook with the 29 Arabic letters in their four different forms, plus a 400-word dictionary. So this is how the page looks like. You have the letter, the transliteration in Latin, and a description underneath. I'll take you through the process. So first, in my tiny studio in Florence, I built the letters. I photographed each letter separately, and then I retouched every letter and chose the correct color backgrounds and typefaces to use. 
Ultimately, I created the full letter set, which is 29 letters times four different forms. That's 116 letters built just in one week. I believe that information should and can be fun, portable. This book is the final product, which I would eventually like to publish and translate into as many languages in the world, so that Arabic teaching and learning becomes fun, easy and accessible globally. With this book, I hope to save my nation's beautiful script. Working on this project was a form of visual meditation, like a Sufi dance, a prayer to a better planet. One set of building blocks made two languages. They go as just a metaphor. It's because we're all made of the same building unit, is that I can see a future where the barriers between people all come tumbling down. So no matter how ugly the world around us gets or how many discouraging books on ISIS, the terrorist group, and not Isis, the ancient Egyptian goddess, continue to be published, I will keep building one colorful world. Shukran, which means thank you. Thank you. For more TED Talks, go to TED.com. 